Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50. It's Dallas and Michael. Today's topic is a Q-Super lifecycle investment strategy right for you. Michael? Thanks, Dallas. I wanted to have a look at what uh, is increasingly becoming more common yep. with industry funds. Yep. And, and it's, it's what they refer to as a lifecycle strategy. Yeah. And so, um, we, we, Dallas, you started touching on this when we were looking at exactly the yeah. the costs of industry funds, and um, and I deferred you to this <laughs> particular podcast. But yeah. but basically, what it is the definition of a life cycle superannuation fund is where the asset allocation, which is really the investment strategy, yeah. inside the fund, so the mix of the different assets that yep. you have, the mix of yeah you know, cash and fixed interest, shares, property. Um, companies, property, yep. all those types of things. So it's determined by how old the member is. Yeah. So in general, a life cycle strategy will switch more of your superannuation balance yep. across into defensive assets like bonds and cash as you get older. Yep. Um, we think they're dangerous yep. because of the fact that that because um, uh, of a number of reasons. But one of which is that is that they're moving you into really really low returning, low volatility yep. is, is what they're seeking. Yeah. Um, but by virtue of the fact that they're moving you into low volatility, such as cash and fixed interest, the return is inevitably lower. Yes. At a period of time when yeah. your money is going to have to start getting up and going to dress, <laughs> getting, dressed, getting and dressed and going to work for you yeah. uh, to earn a rate of return yeah. when when it's time for you to stop now. So um, just to clarify with this, Mike, like we're we're talking about QSuper because this is the this is the one that we see a lot of. But but you yeah. just touched on that. But the life cycle investment strategy thing is is, is a very common thing, and, and a lot of um, a lot of funds are doing it. And I think to, to explain why why do funds why do funds do this? It, it's you got to think about the incentives of, and I've talked about this a lot of times with clients. Of the incentive of your super fund is is actually not to get you the best return or to do the, the thing that's best for you. And this is where I was saying in, in that previous podcast about with industry funds in particular, there's like an implied thing where people mm. go, well, I've been with QSuper for 30 years. They'll, they'll do what's best for me and they'll take care of me. Mm. QSuper's main, or any, any fund's main, um, I guess, purpose for why they invest the way they do is, is basically it has to be, it has to be, uh, able to be defended if that makes sense so yeah if if you what they need to come up with is a is a, a strategy that fits across the board and they can point to and go the mm. reason we invested that 59 year old's money in that way is because of these boxes that we tick yes ab- it, ab- absolutely so uh, so the question is yeah um thanks for that Dallas because I thought yeah. let's we need to start with the yeah. underlying question the underlying question is yeah um, if you're in one of these things, is yep. it the right is yep. it the right thing for you? And we yep. would say, generally speaking, yep. maybe not. No, that's maybe right. not. Yep. Um, well, it's like one of those things where you go the the average. You know, when people talk about the the average, the average person. This well, the the average person is fifty two percent female and forty eight percent male, and that, yep. that's not how the world works. So no. you, you, when they go, the average fifty nine year old Q super member is this. Well, 
no one is the average, and so because of that, effectively, no one should be invested across that. It's just a yeah. way to you're creating groups of people based on one metric generally, which is their age, yep. and you're going. You should be invested in this way because of because of your age. Now, that's what's kind of interesting here is some of these you know some of these funds. It differs depending on your account balance and that kind of thing, but it's still all getting grouped into. Yeah, the fifty-nine-year-old couple, the fifty-nine-year-old who plans to retire in six months' time, his investment strategy is the same as the fifty-nine-year-old who plans to retire in ten years' time and yeah. needs five times more income. And so it's it's one of those things where you're getting grouped based on that, and and that's where you, I think the point you're making there, where it's dangerous, is because it, it's sort of assumed that QSuper has made that or the the fund has made that decision mm. for a reason that's more than just your date of birth, which is not yeah. the case. Well, what we're talking about here, so so the example that I've used here is a member age 58 and over um, and, and they have a super balance of over th- more than $300,000 at that point in time. So what QSuper will do under the life cycle strategy, which by the way, that is the default strategy. So if, you, if you're a member of QSuper yeah. and you actually haven't, yeah. So if you haven't nominated a specific investment strategy that you want to be invested into, um, what what you will inherently be invested into is their is their life cycle yep. strategy, which mm-hmm. they call um, uh, lifetime. Yeah. Now they will, uh, as you hit these different trigger points of your age, they will they will move you uh, into their different funds, mm-hmm. and generally speaking, those funds are more and more conservative as you get older and lower returning. So um, someone that's been, someone that's just turned 58 with QSuper and they have a balance of more than $300,000, QSuper moved them into what they call the lifetime sustain number two fund. Now we see a lot of this because we are in Queensland and QSuper are a big, uh, of course, uh, industry fund in Queensland. So the issue with this, and here's QSuper, this is straight from their website. They say if you are, over 58 years of, of age and have a lifetime balance of more than $300,000, we will invest your money in Sustain 2, so Lifetime Sustain 2. Um, this option is designed for short-term investors who are close to or in retirement, uh, and that's current as of the QSuper website, 21st of August 2021. Now, um, so they'll move you into that fund, and, and, and that fund, like I said, is the Lifetime Sustain 2 fund. When we look at the asset allocation of that fund, which is what they actually invest into, the mix of assets, um, they actually have, and this is again as of as of that date, uh, which they say the asset allocation is as of 30th of June 2021, uh, the cash allocation of that is 59.6%, mm-hmm. and the fixed interest allocation of that, which is, a, which is essentially... Um, uh, a similar term, thing, yeah. Term deposits and bonds, yeah. It's fourteen point four percent. So, if you add those two together, between cash and fixed interest, they have seventy four percent of the fund. So, yep. so almost three yep. quarters of the fund, yeah. And uh, in that, and and everyone knows the amount of people that we talk to that go, yeah, I've got a small amount of cash in the bank, but it but it's getting me no return. Yeah, that's that's the kind of thing we're talking about here. Is is it's not like it's not as though there's uh, some magical fixed interest that these guys can invest can invest into that's getting you higher returns. It, it's it's just you you are you are getting a, a lower return on that portion of your money. 
Yeah, well, absolutely. So if if we go to if we go to performance now and we actually look at the historical returns, these are to the thirty first of July two thousand and twenty one. Um, I've just looked at the five-year historical return, mm. uh, and it's averaged three point three five percent per yeah. annum. Now, um, there's a question here, and the question is, will it average that over the next five years? And I would say, based on that asset allocation, with the low interest rate environment we're in now, mm. you'd have to say that they that they might struggle yeah. to yeah. to yeah. Um, generate three point three five percent on an yeah. average. The, the most return. the most likely outcome is that they they definitely. You would say the most likely outcome is they won't be better than that. that you would, you would, you would, you yeah. would assume that. Yeah. Um, let's just let's just take that as the figure yeah. though. Yeah. So three point three five percent as a rate of return. Now, the issue the issue with that rate of return for me is that if I want to retire tomorrow and live off eighty thousand dollars a year, which is which is the average of what we see our clients live off in retirement. Yep. Um, at three point three five percent rate of return, I actually need two million three hundred eighty eight thousand dollars of yeah. funds accumulated. Yeah. Um, uh, if I've got two million three hundred eighty eight thousand dollars of funds accumulated, and I get a three point three five percent rate of return. I get eighty thousand dollars of return yeah. for that particular year. So if I took that, if I took that the eighty thousand dollars out, yeah. I wouldn't go backwards. I wouldn't go forwards. Yep. Um, which we think is dangerous enough. Yes, yeah. uh, just, <laughs> yeah. just, just, yeah. just not even eating into your capital. Yeah. We, Be- because we, next year you you probably <laughs> need to draw more than that to live the same lifestyle That's as right. things get more expensive over time. So yeah. And 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 um, I guess that the shock that we see people realize that they're actually being moved into these funds, mm. uh, and and they didn't know that. I yeah. mean, they uh, in general people don't necessarily know what they're invested into until they come to see us uh, at that point in time and we actually we uh, I hate this term but it it's 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 a good one for a podcast which is x-ray we x-ray what they're actually invested into so yeah, we actually look, look at yeah. at the superannuation fund and we look at okay exactly how much do you have in cash and fixed interest which yeah. is your lower returning lower volatility, um, lower yeah. volatility. how much do you have in you know the yep. leading companies in australia how much do you have them the the you know the, the leading companies around the world yeah uh, how much do you have in property and, and infrastructure and all those types of things so when we x-ray that yeah. Um, people are shocked yeah. when we tell them, you know, in this particular fund, you're in, you, you've got seventy four percent, nearly three quarters of your money hmm. is is effectively sitting in in uh, a, a mixture of bank accounts, yeah. turn deposits, and bonds. Yeah. So really, really low, and low volatile, but low returning, especially in today's interest yeah. rate environment, very, yeah. very low returning yeah. uh, assets. And and this is, I guess, the the point I was uh, touched on before. It's if you've got five million dollars in <laughs> in your Q Super sustain two option that's probably fine you know what i mean you, you you're probably going to be able to live the lifestyle you want now for most people though that either aren't quite where they need to be yet or you know really need to be working their money hard in retirement it's just it's just not enough of a return it's not enough of a return um digressing here but 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 i guess it's an important point um it's a common thing we say if you got five million dollars you get four million dollars you're fine yeah, yeah. I know of no one with four million dollars and five million dollars that's happy with that return. No, that's right. No. Like once once they get to that stage, yeah. well, yeah, well, it's also one of those things where you go once you get to 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 grow to grow your super balance to that point, you've yeah. you've probably had to be fairly proactive along the way. Absolutely, and, yeah. And, where, yeah. And, and and that's I think the point I, that we get with a lot of the industry funding is is we see a lot of people coming to see us who are just now taking charge of their their retirement planning for the first time, and so. If, if you're listening to this and you're sort of on the fence as to whether you do need to take charge or not, you go, oh, well, 
Q Super kind of handles that side of it for me. It, yeah. It, yes, they do handle it. Now, whether it's actually what's right for you and whether it's best for you is, is a separate issue. Again. Good point. So we're not we we are definitely not saying get out of this fund. No, we're not saying that. We're no. saying yeah. we're not saying it's a bad fund. No. This could be completely appropriate for you. What yes. we're saying is yep. you need to look into it. Yeah, and make um, a proactive if you're decision in, around that. If you're in Q Super, which yep. is a big proportion of our of our you know Queensland population, yep. uh, are in Q Super, and you haven't made a Decision. Uh, investment yep. uh, decision, then yep. then you're likely in the life cycle strategy, yep. which is called lifetime. Yep. And as you get older, yep. uh, and when you hit 58, for yep. example, you'll be moved into the lifetime sustain two yep. fund, assuming you've got a balance of over three hundred thousand yep. uh, dollars. And 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 the issue that we see with that is that we believe for the average person, the average person that we see. 3.35% rate of return is nowhere near enough. It's nowhere near enough. And and, um, I, and, and you can sort of say, if you can you just get back to the, the wording of that? I, I, there was a, there's a, a word that jumped out at me there where they said something effect of uh, predominantly invested in yeah. short term. Yeah, so this option is designed for short term investors yeah, and who are close to or in retirement. That's the word that jumped out at me because yeah. short term. That's not the case. So, so no. again, again, to clarify here, we're not saying that Q Super is trying to stitch anyone up at all. No. Like they're not doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Where I think the fundamental flaw in this in this reasoning is mm. is that if you're 58, mm. your life expectancy, and I, again, don't quote me this, but it, a 58 year old couple, their their joint life expectancy is something like 30 years. It's it's close yeah. enough to 30. Yeah. One of you will live well into your 80s on average. Yes. That's a 30-year time frame, both mm. leading up to retirement and in retirement. Now, <laughs> 30 years is not short-term. No. That, that's that's, the, that's the, the disconnect there is I think what happens is people go, I'm 58, I want to retire at 62. Mm. That's, the, that's the point. That's the line in the sand. The yeah, short-term thing is that's where I need, to, I need to get to retirement. And what we talk about is really taking a step back from that and going, well, that next four years, yes, that's relevant. But it's only it's four years over a thirty year time frame. So, if if you did need that money in the short term, and this is where, like I'm saying, if 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 you if you went, I'm saving money, and I and I do need it in two years time, then then yes, you would want it to be invested in mm. these sorts of defensive assets for the short term. But mm. that's I think the fundamental flaw of these things is that it's it's uh, the wrong the wrong focus. The, the focus is really on a point in time but we know that retirement isn't a point in time it's not a destination it, it's a journey over that 20 30 years of retirement and and not only do you need to fund your first year of retirement but you need to fund your last year as well and and 3.3 percent is just not it's not going to get you there yeah it's just not it's just not enough you would need too much like i said you'd need two million three hundred eighty eight thousand dollars to, yeah, to, to just, draw eighty thousand dollars a year without going backwards yep so if you've got yeah, if you've got one point six million dollars, yep. one point seven million dollars, immediately then going you're going backwards, backwards yes. straight yep. away. Yep. You know, and, you, and, and yeah. you're really eating into yep. that capital, which, which base. is again fine. Yep. Where if if you do have a short term focus, if you're only going to live for three or four years, then then mm. that's fine. Short term is is, <coughs> is fine, but the minute it, it's actually not short term, which I would say is is the case when you're planning for your retirement, um, that's 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 the flaw in that in that logic, and and that's kind of where. I think the other part of this for me, uh, what's missing in this is is the discussion of, of trade-off. And, and this mm. is something we've talked about before where 
not just for uh, funds themselves, but for advisors, people that we've talked to that are going to see a financial advisor, and the advisor will say something like, "Do do you want your super balance to 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 be volatile?" Mm. Well, no, of course not. No, no one wants no. that. But what's missing there is that discussion about the trade-off. Is that you know. If QSuper would ask you, hey, do you want your super balance to go up and go down or do you want it to be stable? Well, of course I want it to be stable. stable. I, I don't want it to go up and go down. Mm. If I wanted to gamble, I'd, I'd, as you say, I'd go to the track on the weekend because they yeah. sell beer and, and, and people are dressed nicely. Yeah, so yeah. it's sort of, you don't want your super balance to go up and go down. You want it to be stable. Mm. Because of that, QSuper are going, or, you know, whoever in this case is going, well, we'll invest you in these stable assets. The problem is they're not saying, oh, by the way, mm. You then, to live the lifestyle that you will want over your 20 or 30 years of retirement, you need to get to somewhere around $2.5 million in retirement savings. Oh, you're at 400. Okay, Mm. well, there's a shortfall there. Yeah. There's no discussion around the trade-offs of if if you're choosing that stability, you're giving up return. And and if you're choosing the return, you're giving up stability. And and that is just inherently the the link Mm. there that you can't get around. And so that's, I think, the thing where we're saying with that decision is that you may well look at this if you are that person in QSuper and you're 62 years of age. You might look at it and go, you know what, the sustain option is right for me because I know I'm going to run out of, I know I'm going to run through my money, but I just can't fathom, I, I can't get my head around having that balance go up and go down. I really, that would just cause me, would cause mm. me more pain than, than the benefit that I'd get from any more extra return or any money or anything like that. <laughs> or you might look at it and go, I do have enough money to be mm. invested in that way. And that, that's a perfectly valid decision to make at that point in time. Once you've, If you've looked at those trade-offs and gone, knowing the pros and cons of each of those decisions, I'm going to stick with this option, yeah. then, then that's a very different place to end up compared to just ending up there because it's, it's the default. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and our overwhelming experience is that people aren't aware yeah. of that, that. They've actually been moved into a, a lower returning, more, um, more conservative style yeah. fund. Um, it's not just QSuper. So no. the the podcast that we've done recently, which was our industry funds is, is low cost as they claim to be, uh, we looked at eight funds. Mm-hmm. Now, of of those eight funds, there's three that actually use the, the life cycle yep. strategy. So it's QSuper, mm-hmm. um, it's Aware Super, uh, have a life cycle strategy, and it's uh, Sun Super mm-hmm. as well. So, so all of those three... Uh, it was too much to dig into all of those three for this. The the, the actual lifestyle uh, lifetime sustained two fund with Q Super was the was the highest one of those three that we saw mm. allocated to yep. to defensive assets. So mm. um, we're not picking on Q Super. Okay. We just highlighting what we think is um, uh, a potential issue. We understand the reason why that, why funds would do this. Uh, because they're appealing to the masses yep. and they're trying to yeah. um, simplify appease it. what they think is the issue. Yep. Um, we know that the issue is uh, we've got to fund someone's retirement for yes. 30 years or 35 years yep. uh, over which period of time costs will almost certainly double yep. uh, if history is any guide. Yep. So um, not only do we need to be getting uh, you know, a rate of return that uh, gives us enough Money, our money's being worked hard enough to give us enough money uh, to be able to live for that first year of our retirement. We've actually got to reinvest some of that money mm. as well and grow the value of our of yeah. our of our funds. Yeah, and that and that's I think the the point I touched on before about um, you look at incentives, and this is why we sort of talk about with people. 
we're trying to incentivize ourselves when when we uh, when we have a relationship with a client on an ongoing basis what we really are thinking about here is i really don't want these people coming in in, in 20 years time having run out of money and and pointing the finger at me and so we, we need to make sure they're comfortable and happy in the short term but we also need to be making hard decisions with them about what is best for you over the next 20 30 years and i think in a lot of cases that that's that's what people might think is happening with a lot of their funds, but just isn't yeah. the case. The, the, the decision maker, or the incentive of, <laughs> of a of a fund is to go. I need to have I need to have a, a, a reasoning behind why I've invested these these people's money the way I have, and it needs to be invested in a way where I'm the least likely to get sued or the mm. least likely to get them to go and move their money somewhere else. And mm. so, this this is where these life cycle investment strategies come from. Is that you, you can if you, if your clients run if you're if you're a fund manager and you and you're someone who who uses your fund runs out of money at 80, you can go, hey, not my problem. You, you, this is why yeah. we invested you the way we did. Yeah. You probably should have spent less money uh, in retirement or something like that. Whereas, what you really want to do is, is have those is have those those trade off discussions and have that thought about mm. how do I get what I what I want now, which might be the peace of mind or the comfort of stability, mm. but also know that I'm not going to run out of money in retirement. Yeah. So, um, certainly if you're in Super, uh, do some more digging. Yeah. And look, this is, a, yeah, this is certainly a, a, an open invitation mm. to anyone that's unsure. Uh, certainly, we'd welcome you to contact us at yeah. podcast at mo50.com.au. Yeah. And... Um, uh, the process that we go through with people that want us to take a look over their situation is that we book a, a one-hour Zoom meeting with them at some stage uh, in the not-too-distant future. We ask them for some information such as their superannuation statements. It's 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 um, uh, a low, I guess, a low touch point at the point at the point you're not you're yeah. not you're not having to put together yeah. hours and hours worth of information no. to get back to us. Yeah. It's it's stuff that you've got readily, readily available generally at your fingertips um, yep. and we start to look at some of the higher level stuff. So, yep. I mean, I had a conversation with someone the other day why, why I tabled this podcast today is I had someone that came in for the first time uh, from, um, uh, as a potential new client and they were actually in this lifestyle of sustain to fund and yep. they had no idea and we, we the high level conversation around it was, okay, well, this is where... Hmm. If you continue to get a three point three five percent rate of return, this is where you're going to end up. Here's where you're going to end up, and that's even if you if you do everything you can yep. from your disposable yep. income point of view and tax planning point of view and contributions to super and so forth. Yep. If you do all of that, um, this is the impact of, of mm. staying in that fund is going to have for you. And it, what they looked at is went well. That's that's yeah, that's not, not right for us. Yep. Um, so it's that higher level stuff at that point, at that first point in time. So, so a, a lot of people at that stage, it's certainly no obligation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, these particular people were doing; they were already making a lot of salary sacrifice contributions yeah. and things yeah. like that, and, and um, more or less didn't need our help beyond that point in time. They were very, very thankful in terms of being able to point out to them what yep. the what the what the um, what the difference was and what type of return they actually needed to, to look at, yep. at at achieving. So, uh, yeah, certainly if you would like to to um, uh, take up that offer, then then we'd be more than happy uh, at no cost nor obligation to you for that first meeting at podcast 
at mo50.com.au is how to get in touch with us. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.